from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. Podcast episode 231, Everybody Cancelled. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back, everyone. Well, not everyone cancelled. Chuck's here. <laughs> I'm still here. Giving the listeners what they want, still here, bringing it hard every episode. So Right. That so I, I can. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, we're both a little Every episode, slap- I want to be on, I'm here. <laughs> right. We're both a little right. slap happy. I'm, I'm tired. Um, but. Yeah. We've but been drinking anyway, the day. It's hot here. I right. don't know what's going on. Right. So we were supposed to have uh, Paul Aller on tonight, and we set up a time, said, okay, 8.30, and then he didn't show, and I didn't know what his Skype name was, so I emailed him and said, hey, Paul, what's your Skype name? I don't know what's going on. And he's like, had a family emergency come up. So, I mean, that, that stuff happens. and so he Yeah, says, it's I, legitimate. It happens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, I should have let you know. I'm t- totally sorry. I know your your time's valuable. Uh, he was very nice about it. And he says, can we reschedule some time? I t- let him know. Yeah, no problem. So then I was like, well, I know John wanted to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. Well, well what, for those not in the know, he is the guy who's going to be writing the new G.I. Joe comic series yes. coming out soon. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, we planned so on we, talking to him, seeing what the comic series was about, seeing if it was going yeah. to suck or not. We had questions. <laughs> Well, we do, do think me like IDW did before. We we do think that it's going to be good. We we have hopes that it'll be good. Optimistically hopeful, it's going to be good. Yes. Yeah. I um, want to like it. Yeah, I'm like the exactly. guy who's got or the girl, the guy, the person who's got out of the bad relationship, going into another relationship. Maybe this one will be different. Maybe this one will be different. <laughs> Maybe I won't get hit. I don't know. <laughs> And, well, and you're already asking to be hit because you're actually a little bit excited about the uh, Snake Eyes that Rob Liefeld's going to do. I am. 
Only because... All right, all right no, listen. I, okay, yeah, you explain this one to me. All right. it's Because <laughs> I'm actually not excited about that one. I am. I am. It, it's, a, it's a G.I. Joe book, and uh-huh. it's a big-time person who's lending his name to that sure. Joe book to help create. Now, I don't know if he's going to do I, everything, draw everything, I write everything. A, I, I don't you, know. I can give you a long list of big names I'd rather have on it. Well, first. sure. <laughs> hell yeah. But I'm just saying, this this is what we've got. It will draw. I will say it will. It, draw it's going to bring audience. some attention. There are people out right. there who like him and like all of his stuff. And he is an awesome guy. Like I've heard, he is amazing, and he did do a lot in the comic industry or for the comic industry. So if you ask, if you ask Travis, he might not be so fond of him, but he's got his own personal story. Yeah. Travis has his own personality. It doesn't always mesh with people that he thinks it'll mesh with. Yeah, and that's then that's a lot of people. But I'm just throwing that out there. Right. But on the flip side of it, yeah. <laughs> on the on the flip side of it, Travis can also sweet talk people that I have no chance of getting them to do to like sign stuff or draw stuff and, and everything else. And I'm like, how the hell did you do that? And he's like, I worked my magic. And I'm like, what <laughs> exactly. So he just couldn't do it with Liefeld. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. But yeah, I was but, thinking uh, it's a. It's a yeah. It's it's Snake Eyes. There's there's whispers, rumors of a Snake Eyes movie. Right. I mean, it, this is a big name comic, you know, person in the comic industry who's right. working on this Snake Eyes book. So optimistic. Right. Will it look yeah. like Will it look like '90s X Men? Probably. Probably. Will the guns uh, will, be way oversized? Have... Probably. Probably. Will he have lots of pouches? Probably. I hope so. Will... Will, will will he will he have no feet? Probably, Probably. <laughs> but, but who uh, knows? triangle feet. Yeah. Well, and I will say, if there was ever a character, if you had to pick a character for Rob Liefeld to do a comic of yeah. in GI Joe, it's, it's going to be Snake. Yeah, it's like it's like right. Deadpool. Only we're going to color him black and Silent. not red. Yeah. And he's not going to talk. Right. Yeah. It's it's easy work. If I if, if he does make Snake Eyes talk, I'm going to hurt him. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't do that. Don't do that, Rob. If you're listening, don't do that. Unless it's like the Snake Eyes that was in Nam before the accident or something, you know. Unless they go a different way and right. give him a whole new accident, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So so then uh, so, so circling back on track. So then I reached out to John, oh, yeah, John. because John was John was going to join us later after the interview to talk some San Diego Comic-Con stuff because there's been a lot of news that came out of there. Apparently John's and in the then, apocalypse or something. No power, no heat. <laughs> right, yeah. No water. Yeah, so he's like so he's like hit me up later and everything else. So I let him know, "Hey, Paul had to cancel. Are you available so we can talk San Diego Comic-Con?" And he's like, "Power still out." So everyone's canceling on us. I said to Chuck, I was like, "Do you still <laughs> want to do a show? We haven't put one out in like a couple weeks now. I'd really like to get one out there." And he's like, "Hey, we can bullshit with the with the best." And them, I so. said, "Hell yes!" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so. "I've got nothing to talk about. You've got nothing to talk about. We're going to fill right. the airwaves." That's what we, we get. Do. We've that, got some. That was our that was our bread and butter back in the. Oh day. my god, we made a career out of it. That, that's the whole podcast. <laughs> it's the Seinfeld podcast. It's about nothing. Right. How many episodes did we do? And listeners don't know this. How many episodes did we do where we're like, all right, we're here. What are we going to do? Fucking countless, dude. Countless. <laughs> I would show up at your house. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we talking about? I don't know. Let's just turn it on and go. Okay. Right. Right. That's what this is. This is what this is. <laughs> this is. This is 
That's what these episodes are. Yeah. And by the end of it, it sounds like we planned it all along. But Somehow it works out, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't even know if we knew the first episode what we were really going to talk about. <laughs> you were like, just let's just, just put our bios out there, get to know each other. Oh, no, the very first right. one was like a sneak preview. Hey, we're coming with a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Uh, right. But the first one we but did was... a decent-sized episode. Yeah, it was like we just did our bios and stuff like, you know... Uh, I'm we, well, we, remember, we we read yeah. our geek card, I guess. Right. Okay. So so here here's something I think we will want to do this in a future episode, but I'm just kind of curious your your thoughts on this. So uh, I heard Comic Geek speak do this, and it was your top five cartoons from your childhood, and childhood meaning from age zero to eighteen. So I thought that might make a good episode in the future, and then top five so now. Like and then top five from eighteen to adult cartoons, oh, like dirt, okay. that had they had to be like something that you watched while you were a kid and something you watched while you were an adult. So, um, and then uh, I also had an idea. So this, this is previews of shit that's coming for you guys. So also thought of uh, my wife actually mentioned this as an idea. It's nineteen uh, eighties movies that should be remade. Ooh, so they are people are always talking about the ones. Yeah, because people are always talking about the ones that shouldn't be remade because they're classics. But there was a lot of shit movies in the 80s, too, that if they were done today, might actually be pretty like good. Like Masters of the Universe. Yeah, that could be one of them. So, so that's an idea for a show. And then John threw in, when I mentioned that idea to him, he threw in, we should also do movies that should have had a sequel. <laughs> movies starring Burt Reynolds that I like. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's John's. All right, we'll we'll do a Burt Reynolds retrospect, John. It's a, it's a good. We should do a Burt Reynolds one. I have yeah, no problem should, with should, that. I, Burt Reynolds I movies know. are awesome. We're all fans of Burt Reynolds. How could you not be? Right. And then we could do, and we could keep doing. So I, because I was trying to think of other ways we could keep doing the movie stuff without just going into the nineties. Then, like, I don't know if yeah. I'm going into the nineties, but that's not really what our show's about. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I was like, yeah, let's do some of these other things. So um, I also will say uh, I should have uh, an interview, if they don't cancel, uh, should have an interview with um, someone coming up, uh, Jonathan Robinson. Mm -hmm. uh, I just had to coordinate a time. He did a documentary. Now, it's, it's the movie was a little bit before our decade that we cover, but it's still something I grew up with, and I know you did too. He uh, So you know the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind? I'm familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, so so you might want to brush up on it. I, so he he did a documentary uh, where it's called "Who Are These People?" and it's on Amazon. And I don't know if you know this, but there was a there was a the place where they did the filming of the movie was a small town, and like not very many people lived there. And then all of a sudden, this huge movie crew came in and just took over the town. And obviously that has an effect on the town, has an effect on the people, all that type of stuff. So his documentary is about how this movie affected this town. Um, and it's on Amazon, I think it's for like two bucks or something like that. So, uh, But he reached out to me and said, hey, could you mention it on the show? Would you mind? Because he's, I'm trying to reach out to some of these niche markets that you know uh, that I think would be interested. And I was like, I'll mention it on the show, but would you want to come on the show and talk about it? There's your plug. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's like, oh, man, I would love to do that. He says, even if I just have a little bit of time, I was like, no, dude, I'm talking like a full episode. Let's talk about like what you did to make this documentary, why you did it, yeah, is, what went into it. Is he a Patreon? Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, he he's not a Patreon member, but he and, is and a listener no of the show. Full episode, no. Sorry. <laughs> no, but he is a listener of the episode of the show. So oh, okay, well, um, well yeah. maybe we'll make his dream so, come true. Because I mentioned his name to John, and John's like, "Oh yeah, he's he listens to the show." I was like, oh, "Okay, we'll have him on." So. Nice. I saw a, um, a documentary on Netflix. It was called uh, Jack of All Trades. It was okay. uh, about, about baseball cards growing up. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. In yeah. the 80s or something like that, you you were familiar with yeah. baseball cards and how the industry went oh, yeah. and everything like that and how it was yep. like booming and then like 1989 and then the early 90s and kind of like oversaturated and way overproduced. And it, now those cards are Sounds worth nothing pretty much, you know? Yeah. Sounds a lot like what happened to the comic books. The comic too. books, yeah. <laughs> but it also has a human element to it where it's like a you know, the guy and his his father left the family when he was like, you know, six, seven, eight years old or whatever. Yeah. So what was it the Keith always called that the human The human condition. The human condition. That's it has was, the yeah, human, human condition, condition with it too, yeah. So you get baseball <laughs> cards plus the human condition and it's only like a little over an hour, so it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh you said that's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix, it's called Jack of All Trades. Okay. If cool. you collected baseball cards, or you know your father left you when you were a kid, you'll you'll like this. Okay, cool. I, I'm all for it. And then we are gonna do, um, uh, like we did with Joe, we're gonna do the uh, vehicles and and figures of uh, for Star Wars, uh, and we're gonna limit it to the Kenner years. So why should that's a good yeah. way of. Yeah, that's figure that's a good way of doing that. So uh, you'll do vehicles of the heroes of the rebellion, you know, and uh, vehicles of the empire, uh, figures of the rebellion, and figures of the empire. So uh, it's just like we did for Joe, but it'll, and like I said, we'll limit it to just the Kenner Kenner years, which is like what late seventies to mid eighties. So. Yeah, I mean, we can really even squeeze in masters if you want. Just do the figures oh, because yeah. there's not too many vehicles so to there's say not a lot of vehicles yeah yeah but we could definitely do that um i think we can even do that with transformers to an extent um yeah we, just make, we, we can make some rules when it comes to those like maybe you pick more than one year or something like that yeah but, hey i know um, transformers i know you have some of the retro figures that they're producing with the retro style boxes and stuff like that yeah yeah have you seen people are posting now like the um, the cassette tapes and sound waves are appearing now at Walmarts. Yeah, I heard about that. And well, and our buddy Rock tried to get one, and they didn't. And yeah. they wouldn't bring it out for him. It was crap. Yeah, that's kind of. It, it's kinda... not. Well, it's not like. Yeah, it's not like it's a, like there was a street date. It's not like oh, it's, we can't bring it no, out. No, that's just that's just here. lazy employees that won't go to the back and go get it. Right. So uh, I, mean, yeah, I, I get it if it's that, like if they're pallets that are shrink wrapped and they're up in the sure. back steel or in the trailer or something. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go dig we'll through check. all that. But if you know a location where it is and it's easily accessible, yeah. just go fucking yeah. get it. Well, I mean, it's a sale like, to the hey, store, and that's all. That's right. all it's about. It's retail. You you're there right. to sell stuff. Right. Yeah, they're not there for charitable reasons or for you to goof off. Just just. Go check the back, and like you said, if it's in a bunch of pallets and everything, I'll say, dude, everything's packed up in a bunch of pallets. I'm sorry, I I have no idea where it's at in all. Yeah, and, and, and people can understand that, that people can get that and just say like, sure. hey, our toy aisle is resetting in the next couple of weeks. You know, just keep checking back. You know, right. you can even call every couple of days. You know, here's the number. You know. Yep, yep. And then, uh, uh, but I did see also that the Optimus Prime is on clearance down to twenty five bucks. 
which to me is a much more reasonable price for that figure. Yeah, instead of fifty, that's that's way yeah. way better. Yeah, especially because he didn't come with the trailer. Yeah, it's just the the cab. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, speaking of Optimus, uh, I man, I wish it wasn't a San Diego Comic Con exclusive and wasn't. So oh, the Ghostbuster man, one, that yeah. Ghostbusters one. I watched a review of that thing. It's a masterpiece figure, so that's one of the reasons why it's so expensive. Yeah. Which I didn't realize it was a masterpiece figure. But it is amazing. And then the box, I don't know if you've seen anything yeah, about I it at all. Yeah, I saw the box but art, yeah. The box is a proton pack. Nice. It actually has straps and everything on the front of it. Because when I watched the review, I'm like, why are there, like, fabric straps on the front? I was like, oh, maybe because this is the donated version or something like that. Uh, so it's not finalized or something like that. And then here the guy explains, like, no, they got these straps so you can put it on your back and carry it around the proton pack. That's clever. That's clever. Freaking awesome. Yeah. How many people are buying two of them to keep one packaged and one opened? Oh, yeah, I know. And that's over 100 bucks, right? Oh, yeah, it's like 150 or something like that. And that's if you went to San Diego (laughs) Comic-Con. Yeah, and now on the secondary market, you're going to be looking probably a little bit more than that. 250 easy. Ouch! Easy, I think. Ouch! Yeah. Give it time. Then, It'll uh, cool down. It'll cool down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then that's like the Ecto One Transformer. Like I have that. I wanted two of them because I wanted to take one out of the box and one leave one in the box. Yeah. Or at least have one transformed and one like in Ecto One mode. But I was like, no, nah, I'll just take one. And I have not taken it out of the box yet because I'm like, I don't. I. Which it kills me because I don't like leaving <laughs> stuff in the boxes. Yeah, I used to be like that. Keep everything in right. box, and but now I just I just open it. But yeah. Oh, so here's here's talking about that. Okay, that Soundwave topic is, for, is fifty bucks though. Yeah, I know. I, I here's wanted the topic that. I was actually going to buy that, so I, I'm still yeah. torn on that. Fifty bucks. Here's the topic. This is not something you have to overthink at all, but we've been talking about how we need to do an episode about this. All right, let's go. Got, got the topic. Okay. How our collecting habits have changed over the years. Oh, okay. Now that we're older and stuff like that. Good so, topic. Yeah, well, it's it, they've changed just in the show. Remember how we were when we first started the show? Yeah. Like, gimme, gimme, gimme. You weren't, you weren't, <laughs> yeah, hey. You weren't really collecting too much uh, toys, mostly comics. Right. And then now then, it's kind of reversed. <laughs> well, it's a it's like well, reversed. it's it's not even reversed. It's like now it's even different. Like during the course of the show, yes, it started. It, I wouldn't say reversed, but I would say toys were added to the comic collecting. My comic collecting never went down. No, no. <laughs> let's be let's be honest. <laughs> no, no. A spade, a spade. Right, but the toys started being incorporated along with the comics. Right, and that's the what's caused the shit show I have now. <laughs> yes. But but you say shit show, my, I say collection, you know. Well yes. I have well it stopped being a collection a couple years ago. Because a collection to me okay, my view of a collection is something where I have stuff on display, I can enjoy it, it's like, hey look what I I got. Well it's by definition con- a collection is things you collect. Right. But it, I feel like it stopped being a collection and it started being just obtaining stuff. Oh, okay, hoarding, you know? hoarding. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, uh, which I was I'm there. Now hey, I was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that I'm older and wiser, I'm trying to like get stuff out the door because okay. I really want to limit it down to the things that I really enjoy. Right. Well, here's um, here just for an example. When we started, I was I was collecting, um, 
G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. New, new G.I. Joe and vintage. The, the, the 25th yep. anniversary G.I. Joe figures were out, and I was collecting all of those. I was buying everything. Yep. Uh, vintage Joe still had that. Vintage Masters, 2002 Masters. I had the yep. uh, classics. I was going to say you were starting to get the classics. I was, classics. I was getting almost every one of them. Uh, yeah. Transformers. I had yep. a few newer Transformers, a couple older ones. Not too terribly many. Um, Star Wars. I had some older ones, mostly newer. Mostly newer ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ninja Turtles. I had, I, I don't know, when the Nickelodeon cartoon came out, I bought a set of the Turtles, all four of them, and that's pretty much all I had for Turtles. Yeah. Um, oh, DC Classics. Yep. We were going crazy with those. I was big on those, yeah. The Marvel three and three quarter inch figures plus the Marvel uh, six inch yep. figures, we were buying those. Yep. Uh, this is even before, like, Funko. Yeah. You started me down the, the trail of Palisades Muppets. Palisades figures. Muppets, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Legos. You didn't even have any Legos. No, I didn't have any Legos when, when we started the show. No. So and then I so had yeah, like so a that, childhood small collection of like the Dukes of Hazard stuff, and yeah. and now so, <laughs> I was just say I was just gonna say so where is your collection now like what do you have now what did like what did you get rid of what did you purge Ugh. what did you decide that you wanted to keep I had and like so what were, and what were your reasons stuff. for it too well a lot of it a lot of it I had so much stuff and like everybody else you know who has this problem you run out of space. Well, I, I ran out of space, and unfortunately, I was downsizing space, and uh, at that's the time I really started purging a lot, uh, you know, during the divorce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just limited space. I had to move back with the folks and yeah. limit limited space there, and so I got rid of I got rid of um, all my Masters of the Universe classics. Yeah. Digital River started giving me a bad taste with all that stuff too about ordering. Yeah, that effect. Yeah, that can affect your collecting habits. And too. you you miss a couple of them on you know not through your fault, but you go to get them and they're sold out. Yep. And then you go on the secondary market and you can't get it for the and they they were raising the price. They started off at twenty bucks and then twenty five and thirty and then you know whatever forty or whatever. And now you go to get it and I miss like. King He Man and Ram Man, and now those ones are like you know ninety and a hundred bucks, and I'm like that's just crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like double. Yeah. yeah. So I sold all of those to Roma Collectibles. Uh, get those guys a free plug. Great guys to deal with. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I I did that. I purged that. I purged my 2000 X He Man collection. Just space. I got rid of all yep. my old vintage He Man. I, I have. Of the he of He Man, I even had stations and stuff, and I got rid of those. Yeah. Of He Man, I have a couple of Funko Pops, uh, okay. and He Man and Skeletor. Of the classics, I kept He Man and Skeletor. Okay, and a couple of Funko Pops I have of them, and but that's it. Transformers, I got rid of everything, even the GoBots. Yeah. I got rid of GoBots. I got rid of Transformers. Now I have. Um, a couple of retro 
figures on the card because I like the card art. Yeah. I have yeah, a couple yeah. of those. Um, you would probably like the, uh, there's, they're soliciting it again, but there's a legacy, there's a book called Legacy. And yeah. the box art of the Transformers. I have, I have like... the first one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I have the first one. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a nice book. I still have all my Dukes of Hazard collectibles, and mostly that was mine when I was a kid. Right. Um, so it's nostalgic. And I, I bought a couple of random pieces and added to, and just I, I the generally it's just a sexy car, and I just love that car. So if I just sure. find one, I, I'll just buy it. Um. The Ninja Turtles, I still have all four of the Ninja Turtles, all the NECA yeah. Turtles there. Um, Star Wars, I added a lot more vintage Star Wars yeah. Yeah. pieces. Um, I kind of got into that, adding those before they got really super expensive crazy. It's like right at yeah. the cusp of that. I was like right on the, the tail end of you can buy a, a figure for a decent price before... Like the next night, it was like crazy. They're like double, triple price. I'm like, what? What is going on here? Yeah. So, I have those. I have some of the newer figures, but I mean, most of the Star Wars stuff I, I, I kept. I added the six inch ones, the ones I like, mostly the old trilogy. Um, yeah. Funko Pops. I've added Star Wars Funko Pops. Uh, GI Joe, purged. I would say I purged almost everything. GI Joe, vintage, new. What I have now is a, the like the 25th anniversary box sets that you push the star yeah. and it sings the GI Joe song. I got the Joe oh, one okay. and the Cobra one. I've got those two sets, and I've got a couple of random figures that I kept. Like I kept a, a shipwreck figure. Yeah. Um, because I, I just like the shipwreck figure. It looked pretty cool. The 25th shipwreck figure. And I got a, yeah. a snake eyes, a couple of snake eyes as I kept because of that. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of it. I mean, as far as tour, toy buying, I mean, I, randomly I'll get a six-inch Star Wars figure. So you have a few of the Black Series, but it's yeah. mostly the original trilogy ones. Well, yeah, yeah and I, I found a Jenner, so it was on clearance for like four bucks. Yeah. So I bought her. Yeah. And a Gamorrean yeah. guard. Those are the last two that I yeah. bought. I bought a Gamorrean guard because he's cool. Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got two Gamorrean guards because I do have that Jabba San Diego Comic Con exclusive yeah. Jabba. So I was like, oh, I could put a Gamorrean guard on each side of them. So and let's see. Oh, the DC Classics. I, I purged almost all of those. The yeah. three and three quarter Marvel and the six inch Marvel. I have two six inch Marvels left. I have Daredevil and I have Spider Man. Okay. Everything else got purged. Oh, and one of the new things that I bought, uh, when Disney did those uh, cartoon figures, I, I I bought a DuckTales Scrooge McDuck. Nice. And kept him. Yeah, I have I have a Scrooge McDuck, and I have um, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Yeah. Uh, I would love to get a, a Darkwing Duck, but it's not like. It's, <laughs> It's one of those things like, do I really need it? But yeah, so, if I, I see it and it's cheap, I'll buy it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much what I had. I mean the stuff that I had stored. I mean yeah. since I got my own place, I've opened a couple random things like those uh, Disney Elite, you know, heavy metallic figures made out of metal and stuff like that. Right, right. Like I've opened R two D two and uh, C three PO, and I've got them together, and yeah. I got BB eight standing next to him. 
But I left Ray in the package because Ray came with BB-8, but I just wanted a BB-8, so I just kind of opened it, and Ray's right. still in the package. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I mean, it, uh, the, the collection's gone. It's gone way, way smaller. Just because of yeah. my my life has changed, you know, pretty much. Sure. I don't have I don't have the room. I don't have the, you know, financial yeah. expense, the finances I had before with, you know, two incomes. And when we were working sure. at the bank, we were making way more money than I, I am now. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah, I had a lot more a disposable income right. myself, plus, you know, a disposable income with a spouse. Yeah. So you, you got I that. Making, I was making I was making good ten fifteen thousand more than I do now when I was working at the bank. Yeah. Now, I was also way more stressed out at the bank than I ever. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and and so on top of that, factor. I mean, it, it does play a, a factor in it. I mean, I I was sure. you know taking care of my kids and paying for my kids when I was married, but now there's child support. So I mean, that does sure. you know eat up some of yeah, the disposable absolutely. income too. So there's that. To yeah. be honest, I mean, and. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you, you you collect it and you, you get it and you obtain it and then, like you said, you can't display it. Now you're just hoarding it. And, you know what fun right. is it? You know what fun? Well, is and it? and th- and that's where I'm at right now with my collection is because I it really has turned into a hoarding situation for me and I'm not happy about it. It it really it really became more about obtaining things than collecting. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Do you have it? No, I have it. I have it. I have it. And it's like a status right. symbol. Like, well, I've got to have it too. Right. Right. Yeah. And then what happens with it? It goes in the basement in a tub. And yeah. I don't see it for five, six years. Oh my god, you that's know? how I was buying like all of those twenty fifth uh, GI Joes and even like the Pursuit of Cobra, the Rise of Cobra figures. I was buying all of those. They were going yeah. into storage bins and sitting in yep. a closet. Now I will say for anyone out there that if you have like those ma- have a massive collection and it makes you happy, it makes you thrilled and and all that type of stuff. Good on you. That's not what it did for me. Yeah. It like I said, if that's make if that makes you absolutely ecstatic and you're thrilled about it, then great. I know a lot of guys that are like that, and that's fantastic. That they're absolutely you know they the new piece they're they're overjoyed and they love showing it and stuff like that. That's oh. not what happened with me. I would I would get stuff and it would go in the basement and then I never saw it again. So. For sure. I mean, we do that to an extent too with comic books, where we put them in like sure. short boxes or short boxes, and they're tucked yeah. away, and we we don't open them for years. Right now, I have stuff like that that when I do look <laughs> at it, it does bring me a lot of happiness. Like I have the original run of Hush; it's my favorite Batman story. Yeah. I have the issues. I have uh, hardcover editions. I have the absolute edition. I have like a lot of different versions of it. Do I need all those versions? No, but it's my favorite story and I absolutely love having all those versions and every time I pull out one of those versions it does make me happy so but when it comes to the two three hundred other Batman issues I have do I need all of those probably not and like you were talking about the DC classics I have a ton of those but I'm clearing a lot of those out so where my I'm not even going to get into where what I had as far as my collection or what I still have because <laughs> we'll be here all night yeah but <laughs> just just put it put it if they made it he probably had it <laughs> right so but what i'm doing is uh and i was actually just <laughs> talking to a friend of ours uh nick today he him and i he was telling me about something that was coming out like the mcfarland toys the dc ones and i looked at it and i was like nothing on the list excites me and that's the thing i'm at a point now where certain things just don't excite me anymore so i'm like i'm not gonna look to get those <laughs> things um but i was telling him like 
here's the things I'm looking to keep. I'm looking to keep, I have uh, Black Series Star Wars figures, I'm keeping original trilogy characters, and a few of the Expanded Universe characters. And that, and by Expanded Universe, I even mean like ones like, uh, like you said, you have Jyn so I really like that character, I'll probably keep that figure. I really like Rey, so I'll keep I'll keep the Ray figure. Yeah. But do I need all of the ancillary figures that I have? No, I don't need those, so I'm going to get rid of them. Um, but I really like, I love the show Rebels, so I have all the Rebels figures, so I will keep those. Yeah. Um, but like I say, I have a lot of extra figures that I'm just like, I don't need these ones, so I'm just going to sell them. Um, the, when it comes to, I, I have a bunch of Ghostbusters figures. I don't need all the Ghostbusters figures I have. I'm going to keep the Diamond Direct one, the Diamond Select ones, and I'll get rid of the Maddie Collector ones. Um, because the Diamond Select ones were the ones that uh, came with the rooftop scene. So I love that rooftop display, and I'll be able to display them on there once I figure out where that can go. But I'll that'll be something I can keep. Uh, all the DC Classics figures, I have... I'm going to keep, uh, I have a, a group of Super Friends that makes me happy, like uh, certain figures that were from Super Friends because that was part of my childhood. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep, a, uh, I have a ton of Green Lantern figures. I am not keeping all the Green Lantern figures. I'm picking a few favorites that represent certain characters, and that's it. All the rest of them are going to go. Um, I have a few Flash figures because, again, Flash and Green Lantern are my two favorite characters in comics. So I'll have a few of those, but I don't need eight versions of the Flash like I did yeah. before. Um, uh, everything else, is pretty much, well, and then I'll have I have some. I'm gonna have Batman and some Batman characters, including some of his villains, but not every villain that I had. Not every. I would have. I, I'm not even exaggerating. I probably had anywhere between ten to fifteen different versions of just Batman. I don't need ten to fifteen versions of Batman. <laughs> I, had, I had more than that because I picked up some from you. Right. So, I like, legitly had over so, twenty different Batman figures at one time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm probably there to be honest with you. So like I kept, I, I think I, I kept will, four. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm probably gonna keep three because I'll have a Batman that will be with my Super Friends figures, a Batman that goes with my Batman characters, and then I'll have my Batman that goes with my Batman the animated series figures. Yeah. Which that that I have not kept all of them. I'm gonna I'm unloading some of them, keeping cer- keeping certain figures. Uh, like when it comes to Batman's villains, I'm I'll keep you know the, my favorites. I'll have a Riddler figure, I'll have a Joker figure, Scarecrow figure, things like that. That's all I need. Um, when it comes and then outside of that, no other DC figures do I need to keep. I have no interest in keeping any other ones. Um, when it comes to m- the Marvel side of stuff, that's even more limited because I'm going with Spider Verse type stuff. So basically, I'm taking. I have a bunch of different versions of Spider-Man himself, so that's my Spider-Verse collection, is because I see them as alternate reality versions of Spider-Man. Um, and then I have Sinister Six, so Spider-Man's villains, and I'm very selective about what even goes in that group. Um, and then I have uh, X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue characters from the, the 90s, and it has to be that version. It has to be the version that was in the 90s comic that was part of the X-Men Blue or Gold team. The, so... That really limits that. All my other Marvel Legends figures going to be sold. Yeah. Um, well, I'll probably keep one Captain America figure because he's a, a favorite of mine now. Right. So, but that's it. Like I and I, again, I probably have five or six different versions of Captain America. I'll keep one. Well, like I was um, saying, I, I I would go and instead of like little three and three quarter figures, I would buy the bigger figures, and I would buy the yeah. uh, uh, Marvel with well, the diamond. What what are they called? 
where they're not like the dim- yeah the diamond select, select ones. ones yeah where they're like where they're a little bit bigger yeah they're a little bit bigger twenty bucks you don't really they're not really yeah. articulated right. as much you know, yeah yeah those and then then I started buying statues yeah and I think I I like the higher end stuff a little bit better now right just with right. with, oh, with age too. it just looks better. And I'm yeah. not moving it anywhere. I'm not doing anything to it. It's just going right. to stay in there next to comic books right. on a shelf. So I'm well, like, that's well, part why of the reason, not? That's part of the reason why I'm wondering if I'll even keep a Captain America figure because I there's a Captain America statue that's coming out in September. I've already pre-ordered it because I had some gift card uh, gift cards through work. Uh, so I was like, well, I'm sitting in these gift cards. I'll use it and I'll get this statue. I've never really owned a statue before, like a true statue. Yeah. And this statue looks awesome. It's Captain America. So I'm like, do I really need to even keep a figure of him if I'm already going to have something awesome that represents him? Right. Like, um, well, like you yeah, said, with like, the Batman Hush, I, I do the same thing with the original Marvel G.I. Joe series. I have the issues. Yeah. I have yeah. the trades. I have it in the... IDW hardcover edition, you know, up to volume eight, what they released, the ones that came out. Yeah. Now I'm going to start dabbling into getting them graded copies of the old Marvel issues. And I'm like, do I really need it? No, but I want it. And that's, that's what I want. And I'm going to make them look really cool. Yeah. And, and I want to get a couple other, you know, issues that graded like, like amazing Spider-Man, like 129 first appearance of like the Punisher or something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, when it comes to, like you were mentioning Transformers, so I have a bunch of Transformers. I'm like, I'm going to keep certain characters, and that's it. Like, I'll have an Optimus, I'll have a Soundwave, I'll have a Jazz. There's not going to be a lot of, of them. Like, like probably like my top five Decepticons and top five Autobots. That might yeah. be all I really keep. Um, and uh, He-Man, I really don't have much of anything. I had my He-Man on Battle Cat, which was the... Master Universe Classics. Yeah. I had some of the 2000X figures, but I'm going to sell those. I don't have any need for those. I'm going to... I have the Mega Blocks He-Man cast, Castle Grayskull. I just got to put it together. Um, so that's enough He-Man for me. I also have the the Castle Grayskull, uh, that resin statue. Yeah, you, you get rid of that, you let me know. I'll, I'm keeping that, so don't worry. <laughs> that ever leave, you let me know. I regret not buying I will, that. I, I will let you know. I regret not getting the Snake Mountain one that they did too. I just want uh, the Grayskull Castle one. That's yeah, yeah. It's a nice because it's it, that's a nice thing with this one too because it's small and compact. It's yeah, very little space. A little space. Uh, and I, but it looks awesome. It, it was one of the ones. It was one of the toys like much like the Millennium Falcon. As a kid growing up, I wanted it yeah. really bad. Never got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then like uh, I have my Hot Toys figures, I have my Star Wars Hot Toys, and my GI Joe sideshow figures. Like, oh yeah, the artifact stuff. I've got some of those Star Wars, and I'm yeah. keeping those. And I like those for the most part. Like they're nice well, display I'm, pieces. Well, I'm talking about the Hot Toy. Yeah, those are nice display pieces. Yeah, exactly. Like these are like the high end action figures. Yeah, and they're just they're awesome to look at, and they hold their value. In fact, they usually go they up go up in value. Yeah. I would and love to get like an Iron awesome Man, like a, a Robert Downey Jr. faced Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. The only one that I absolutely need to to track one down and get one uh, is I need a Luke Skywalker because I have a Han, Chewie, Leia, R two, and three PO. I don't have a Luke. Yeah. Uh, and I even have a sideshow Yoda. So I really, I really want to get a Luke. Um, 
but part of it is I can't figure out which one to go with. Like I Jedi Luke, Jedi Knight Luke is my favorite version of Luke, but with the figures that I have already, I'm like I really should be going with Farm Boy Luke. Farm Boy Luke, yeah. Uh, because that I have a I have a new whole just, Leia, just split I the have... difference and go Dagobah. <laughs> That's a good version too. Or the um, Bespin Luke. Yeah, Bespin Luke. That was that was my second favorite Luke growing up. So was Bespin Luke. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, so like I said, those those will be staying. Um, you mentioned Legos. I yeah, when we started the show, I really wasn't collecting Legos, but I grew up with Legos and loved them. I have a ton of Legos now to the point now where. I don't really see any sets coming out that make me go, I absolutely have to get there. I mean, there's two sets out there that I would like to get. Uh, one's the Steamboat Mickey one, and one is uh, the Flintstones one Oh yeah, uh, that's out there. Those both are really cool. And really what drives me to Legos now is the minifigures, because I like I want to set other things up and use the characters to like create a Justice League and all that type of stuff. But... When I see the sets that come out right now, I'm like, I already have that figure, I already have that one, I already have that one. I don't need the, those sets. So yeah. really, my my Legos have... I haven't bought a Lego set in a while now. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, my G.I. Joe figures, I've been going... You know this, I've been going through my G.I. Joe three and three quarter inch figures, because again, there'll be certain ones I keep. I, I might keep like my top five on each side, and that's about it. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but not much more yeah. than that. Well, I mean, to be honest, um, Hasbro's kind of doing that for us. They're not really producing sure. anything. Sure. But if this rumor of this so, new movie comes out with the Snake Eyes movie, there's going to be a toy line. Figures. There'll be a toy line yeah. for that. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I have my Flint and Lady J up on my Starjo shelf here, and really my Starjo shelf is, like, really all I need uh, for the most part when it comes to certain figures and characters. Um, I have, uh, when you're talking about the Turtles, I have the uh, live-action second movie Secret of the Ooze figures, yeah. which were actually really cool figures. Uh, so I have those, and I have the shorter versions that came out that were the um, based on the Nickelodeon animated series that was out a few years ago. Um, so I have those figures. There's one set of Turtles that I've wanted to get for a long time. It's the... Um they all come together in a set. There are four of them, and they they were either yeah. black and white, or you can get the them. NECA. Yeah, you can get them colored, but they're all had the red bandanas yes. on. Yes, yes, that's the one yeah, I those would want to get. Cool. Yeah, I would either want those or the sets that just recently came out, where it's based on the '80s cartoon, and they look very much like the '80s cartoon. Oh my god, those are super expensive per figure, though. Yeah, it's like I know, forty bucks a figure, almost, you know, something like that. Well, it was, they were they came in packs of two. Yeah. So they were they were, but I think they were only forty bucks for the pack of two, which is still expensive. But, forty fifty, but it was it was like one turtle and something else, and you get another turtle right. and something else. So yes. you had to buy four of them for like, you know, it was over a hundred bucks to get the the, right. the squad of four. Right, exactly. Because you got like um, one of them had like Donatello and Krang or something. Right. Yeah. Which I I thought all of those were really cool, and I know they're supposed to come out with more. They're about they're going to be coming out. The same Comic Con show that they're going to come out with a Bebop and Rocksteady. They're going to come out with a Casey Jones and an April O'Neil. Yeah. Um. So like they all look really cool. Um. But I'm like again, it's one of those things. Like I'm like, do I really need those? Eh, probably not. So yeah. At one point um, in time, it's just it's just pure laziness on my part. I didn't buy it, but you could have bought that set of those four turtles that I wanted for under fifty yeah. bucks. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I'm just like, like I said, I'm kind of where I want to be with turtles. I'm kind of where I want to be. Like I, I, 
know where I want to be when it comes to all the other stuff. So it's like, and when it comes to my comic collection, I definitely know where I want to be. So, but I've got so many comics to unload. It's not even funny. And what I've been doing is I've been listing some on eBay, very dirt cheap prices. If they sell, great. You pay for the comics and you pay for the shipping and it's out the door. If they don't sell after three attempts, I'm packing them up for donations because I just need them out of the house. I hope I can get some money for them. If I don't, I just need them out of the house because these are honestly like comics where I'm like, one day I'll read this series and I bought those comics and I'm never going to get around to reading them. Or I read the issues once. They don't have any special meaning for me. Like I, like I said, I have my favorite stories. I have Hush is my favorite story for Batman. I have Age of Apocalypse is my favorite X-Men story. So like issues like that, I'm going to keep. Uh, Spider, uh, the Spider-Verse story in Spider-Man is, is my favorite Spider-Man story. I'm going to keep the issues for those because those ones mean something to me. But everything that happened around them, I, I don't need those issues. Like I can get trades and stuff like that if I really, really want certain things. Like some of the X-Men stories that I have... I've read in trade. Like uh, we we were talking the one day on in the group text, we were talking about some X Men stories. Like yeah. that might be good for you to check out, like Dark Phoenix Saga and Mutant Massacre and things like that. I have those in trades. I never had the issues for them. I have I have them in trades, and I have omnibus editions that have some of those stories in there. Though it's good enough for me. I don't need the issues. So yeah. Um. So we'll see. Uh, and then obviously I'm selling a lot of stuff right now to help pay for the comic that I'm trying to do so I can do, you know, pay for some of the preliminary stuff before the Kickstarter launches. Yeah. Um, that's going really well, but I'm like, yeah, I need to, it's, it's kind of a nice motivator cause it's helping me to sell stuff because I know I need money to pay the artist. Right. Um, well, and, so. and like, I mean, I know your case too. I mean, you, you, you have a wife who's understanding to a point. Sure. I mean, your house She's doesn't look like your, your house doesn't look like a, a, a toy museum or, or you know no it doesn't look like Toys R Us but you have a lot of stuff same same with me stuff. I mean and my my basement looks like shit though yeah I have a, I have a <laughs> lot of stuff too but it's it's in this hallway closet here I take up yeah. there's really two closets in the hallway and my stuff is in one of them taking up all of it like legitly right. taking up the entire closet right. now my fiance Carlay's understanding to to a point there's a limit obviously she she much rather i you know read comic books and novels and stuff like that and display those as opposed to toys all over the house which i understand i get it's not everybody's cup of tea but i I do have some and she she's she's okay with it i do have some um you know figures and stuff like that that are in the living room like yeah I have a well, that, the like I said the R two D two and C three PO. He's in the living room. I have a, a little General E car that's on a shelf. It's in the living room. Yeah, there's there's a couple things random here and there. I've got a Mickey Mouse uh, Chicago Cub that little figure that Grub gave me because my Cubs are my yeah. favorite team and they, yeah. I love Mickey Mouse. So he's he's on a shelf here in the living room. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I I, <laughs> I laugh because some people there's a lot of people that know me or that I work with and everything else they're just like they expect that my house is just filled with this yeah. stuff and I'm like no oh, yeah. I, have a, I, I have a one yeah. who does is not into this stuff now if you do walk into my house that's not to say that there isn't Star Wars stuff that you're going to see like, it's not like you're not going to see Star Wars stuff it's not like you're not going to see comic book stuff right. you definitely will I, it, it's even, not like she even, makes me hide it all yeah, even me <laughs> I, I snuck a few pieces in the bedroom they're random though I have a Boba Fett right. cup on my nightstand that I keep changing. Right. So Boba Fett's on the nightstand. It's a cup I keep changing. And I have an original Empire Strikes Back poster 
framed and it's hanging on the wall in the bedroom. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm, uh, that's those two things are okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like it's I not overloaded. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's some comic books in the bedroom, but they're in a you know. Yeah. Then there's some other books I, in the bedroom, but they're they're in a bookshelf. Yeah. But that's got, that's pretty I've much got it. Mov- I got movies on a bookshelf, and on that bookshelf there is some geeky stuff. I have like a Spider-Man bust on there, and I got uh, X-Wing on the shelf there and everything else. But that's where the movies are, so that makes sense that they're there. Um, I do have some Star Wars Legos, like the little mini figure, uh, the mini set, ship sets. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a couple of those that I built uh, that I got at Christmas, this this past Christmas, and I built them, and they're just sitting right underneath the television just because I haven't figured out a better place to put them. Um, the Ghostbusters uh, mini mates, they were like, but they were like the larger size mini mates that uh, that I got for Christmas uh, as part of our Secret Santa thing. Those are on the mantle, yeah, standing yeah. on the mantle. And and my wife actually said to me one day, she goes, "How long have these been sitting up here?" And I go, "Since Christmas, years, years." <laughs> right? Oh, and, and my goes, uh, my George Perez Superman sketches in the bedroom. I forgot about oh. that. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, that's the other thing is but I that's have art. so much original. <laughs> I was going to say, I have so much original art and sketches and everything else that I need to get framed and I need to get hung up. And I just can't do it right now because of how much other stuff I have. And it's a shame because yeah. the stuff I have is amaz- are some amazing pieces that I have. Yeah, I think I've only got, me. I've only got, uh, I think three pieces that are displayed on walls. The rest of it. Yeah is you know tucked away in a portfolio i have yeah i have that uh turtles ghostbusters cover that i got from robert um that is still needs to be displayed i'd love to get the page i have from robert framed yeah that's the other thing i was gonna say i have the page from robert i have the uh the inked page from juan castro that was the snake eyes with helix Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful piece um and I don't I don't have that hanging up. I have the page from Shannon where he put Star Joe's uh, in it. Oh yeah, I have I'd that page that. too. Yeah, I'd love to get that framed. I have all I have a ton of Skyward original art that I need to get hung up and framed, uh, or framed and hung up, I should say, in that order. Um, one of them I know my wife would be happy to have have me hang up in the family room because the idea behind it was it was like a little touching moment with the boy and his dog, and it was one of the reasons I really wanted it. Um, but I have a ton of pages, like amazing pages from Skyward that I would love to, to do something with. Um, and especially cause that comic meant so much to me. Yeah. Um, I, I just need I, a dedicated space, like a man cave comic room or something like yeah. that to do it. Hell, I have that and I didn't do a good job with it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to move everything out and just redesign it. Go, go again. Right. Well, I just what I need to do is I just need to start hanging up artwork in here because there's wall space for it. There's yeah, plenty of wall space for me to hang all this stuff up. I just have not done that. So, um, no, maybe that's what you before you buy anything new, you just you know yeah. get a couple pieces framed. Well, and what what the plan is is that the money once the art is all artist is all paid for when it comes to the stuff for the comic that I'm looking to do for myself. Uh, once that's done, then anything else I sell is going to go towards paying for framing and stuff like that. So I can get some like nice frames and put that stuff in and then hang it up on the wall. Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it, that's a nice thing too. So if you're ever looking to reduce your, your, your collection and, uh, you're not necessarily being forced to, like, I'm not being forced to my wife's like, I don't want you getting rid of anything that you don't want to get rid of. This is, this is your stuff. It makes you happy. 
Um, but and that was the thing I pointed out to her. I was like, yeah, but it's not making me happy actually. <laughs> That's what I told Carla um, too. I'm like, I'm, I'm it's I'm not enjoying it. I'm not happy with it. It's just right, sitting in a right. closet. I can right. use the money that I'm getting to do other things and right. buy something else that'll so, make me happy. Yeah. So if you're looking to, to downsize your collection, look to look to your friends. Give yourself <laughs> look to give yourself some incentives as to to get rid of stuff. So like I said, my incentive right now is to sell enough stuff to pay for the artist for the comic I want to do, which is fulfilling a lifelong dream of mine. And then after that, it's to get framework so that I can do stuff with some of the other pieces I have. Um, so there's always if you give yourself goals like that, it'll motivate you because then you're like, I'm going to get nicer things. I'm going to get things I really, yeah. really can appreciate by getting rid of this other stuff. I mean, there's so. there's different ways to go about getting rid of it. You talk to your friends, see if your friends want any of it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. They, they collect stuff too, so they'll probably lowball you right. a little bit, and they are your friend. Yeah. They'll lowball right. you. Right. Uh, right. You can do eBay, but there's all kinds of fees involved with that stuff now, and shipping's kind yeah. of a pain in the ass. Or you can do set up at a, a toy show. I mean, that might yeah, be we, the best. We have a cool local toy show thing here. So. Yeah, that might be the best. Look on Facebook, I see any kind of collector groups, toy groups in your area. Yeah. Or there's a, a toy show that's coming up. Just just ask the promoter or go on the website yeah. and, and just ask him how much to buy a table and set up. Sometimes it's like 40 bucks, 20 bucks. Sometimes it's a lot less. I will tell you ours is like 5 bucks. Yeah, you go there, you buy a table, you set up for the duration of the show. You, you, yep. you know, people would come with money and they want to buy toys. Yep. And a lot of times in those groups, you can do pre-sales. So you can say, uh, you can list all the stuff that you have and people will claim it. And then you, you show up at the show and you just give it to them and they give you money. And yeah, it, it's, it's like, a, it's kind of like early bird. Yeah. Mm. And I can tell you the, the one time I did that at the show, I think I made between that and what I sold at the show. I think I sold over $200 worth of stuff. There you go. Uh, so it was a really good way of doing it. The only reason I haven't done it recently is because of life lately. Like yeah. obviously I was on a I was on a trip and everything else, but now I got a puppy. Yeah, the puppy needs training before I leave the puppy at home. <laughs> no, I believe me, I get it. And it's it's so. you take the two hundred bucks that you made, and you could you know stuff that's just sitting in a closet or in bins or totes or stuff like that. Yeah. You may have sold like a whole tote worth of stuff to get the two hundred dollars, but you right. got it. Right now, you can buy right. like you know something well, nice. Now you have a tote, and the other thing too is now you got a tote that's empty, which means you can reorganize some of the other stuff you have. As long as you keep emptying totes, <laughs> lo and behold, you start finding out, hey, I got space. I've got space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you can which get that. Which is the big yeah. issue for me right now. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Now you can get that. Uh, you know. Sideshow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you know that down the line that's going to be worth even more. So, yeah, sure. Um, and it's not always about what it's worth money, money wise. A lot, of t- a lot of stuff for me is what it's worth sentimental wise. But the problem is I've lost that value in a lot of the stuff I have too. Now it's like, yeah, yeah that doesn't mean anything to me because it, it was just to obtain it. It wasn't to do anything with it. Right. So. Yeah. I just look at right now what 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 makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, when I look at the room I have here, like, there's definitely some stuff I need to just get rid of because I don't even know why I have it on display. And I'd much rather have other things on display. But there's, like, I have all my, I have my Muppets Palisades up on one big shelf. Those will always be there because those do make me happy. I'm thrilled to have those. I have my Ghostbusters Firehouse. I have my, uh, in Lego form, I have my Lego Death Star. Those are awesome. Those make me happy. I have my Creo uh, Terror Drome up on a shelf. That looks awesome. 
But then I have like a Darth Vader bank up there, and I don't know why that's up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a cool looking bank, but I'm like, I do. It. Does it need to be up there? I Maybe might it's to rather have something else. Keep up there. your money from the toy show sales, right? <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so it's just I mean, it's just reevaluating. Yeah, it's in a nutshell. Basically, we we had a lot more stuff, and now we're slowly paring it down to. Yeah. Maybe it's the natural course of life as you go and you know, you get older you get less yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm sure it is. But there's some people like I said, we know people that they're older than us and they have even more stuff than we do and they're still at it. That's the, but yeah. maybe they just and like I said, number one, maybe it makes them, does make them happy and that's fantastic. And maybe for some of them they just haven't realized what we've now realized like yeah maybe yeah it's it took me a long time to realize that this stuff isn't making me happy yeah like the or the you're using still make me happy yeah <laughs> or you're using this stuff to buy the stuff to make you happy because you're not getting right. happiness right. in right. life other places other, like, so other you're places right you're yeah you're using the toys to fill happiness that you could be getting from right. family and friends right right or or pursuing goals in your life and things like i said yeah. for me right now making my own comic is a going to be filling a lifelong dream and I'm like why did I not do this sooner because I'm actually enjoying the hell out of doing this now right um, I mean if your job's not rewarding and not filling you and your family's right. not doing that you turn then to toys might be doing that yeah you, you turn to like a hobby or collection or friends and right you just dive right. head first and then pretty soon you, you have everything right and and like I said it's it's at a point now where it's just like okay I it's just too much and I just need to see and, and honestly, I'm at a point now where seeing stuff go away may, actually makes me happy. Yeah. And and like I said, that does not mean that I don't love these properties. I am much as much of a diehard Star Wars, Star Joes-related fan as I ever was. Mm-hmm. I am just as much of a diehard comic book fan as I ever was. I love all those things as much, if, if not more now than I ever did, because I've learned more now than I ever did about all that stuff. Um, so I still love all that stuff. I'm not changing my geek room and, and painting it to make it look like a, a sophisticated den or anything like that. No, I still have a G.I. Joe uh, light switch uh, plate over my light switches here. It's got the uh, it's got the replica of the first G.I. Joe number one on there. I still have a bunch of toys in this room. I still have a ton of comics in this room. That That's not going to change. Yeah. But it's just how much how much of it do I have is is what's changing. So yeah. So some some deep thoughts from us on the night we didn't know what the hell we were going to talk about. Yeah, we <laughs> rolled that way. Right, exactly. So we, Star Joe's all grown up. Right. Well, hell, we've been doing the show almost ten years now. So. Well, and, that's, and to say that's not that you know we got rid of stuff. Not to say like we won't ever get it back again. Sure. I mean, I've done that yeah. myself, where I've gotten rid of a figure, oh, yeah. and I'm like, uh, I wish I didn't get rid of it. I'll, I'll, I'll go back and buy it again. Yeah. I did that with comics. I got rid of all the Dreamwave Transformers yeah. issues. And then I was like, why the hell did I do that? And then we started doing the show, and I was like, I need to get those comics I need back. those back again. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I found all the ones I wanted. So, yeah, uh, so yeah it does happen. And now I know I'm not going to get rid of those, because I regretted it. Um, and that's the big thing my wife has said to me, too. She's just like, don't get rid of anything that you would regret getting rid of it. I was like, no, you don't understand. There's a lot here that I am not going to miss if I get rid of it. So yeah. let me get rid of those things first and then I'll make tougher decisions with some of the other things and go, do I really need to keep this? If the answer is no, then it goes away. So, um, yeah, I, I hear you. 
I mean, most yeah. of the stuff I moved away from collecting toys, and most of the stuff I'm sinking my money into is like comics, like art, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't really bought anything in a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm finding more it's selective less and less for me. Yeah. yeah. More selective. Well, and that's, and that's ex- that's exactly what it is for me. Like I said, I'm being very selective, especially with the Marvel Legends right now. Like when it comes to DC, there's literally nothing I need right now. Like yeah. there's there isn't a DC figure out there I can think of that a like, character out there that I'm like, oh, I need that figure. There's just not. So I, I mean, it, DC, I'm I'm done. Yeah, it, it, it does help too that you know a lot of this stuff is hard to find at retail. You have to go online right. to buy it. So right. we're not out making those you know spontaneous. The, you know, buys, things. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like, oh, um, I'm bored on a Saturday. I'll just hit up Toys R Us and see what's going on. Right. Like, it's hard actually to go on a toy run. It's yes. a lot harder it is now than it was, you know, five years you know, ago, six ten, years ago. Five years ago, ten years ago, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, and then when it comes to even the Marvel side of stuff, most of those I'm good with. I, I have what I need out of them, but there there's a few that I still need to finish off exactly what I was talking about, like the 90s X-Men characters and stuff like that. I have a lot of the tougher ones to get, which is great, because mm-hmm. then the other ones are not going to be expensive to get. But, um, but yeah, like, like I said, when it comes to DC, I'm completely <laughs> done. I There's nothing from DC that I need anymore. Um, yeah. So, like, that actually feels good. There's nothing I need from Masters of the Universe. There's nothing I need from Transformers uh, that, that I can really think of at all. Um, Other than that San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Optimus Prime. Right, exactly. Other That's than more that. of a Ghostbusters thing. <laughs> but, I'm not, but I'm probably not going to get that, and I've already accepted that I'm not going to get that. The only okay. way I'm getting that is if that mysteriously appears at my doorstep somehow. Like that, I did not pay for it. It just showed up. Well, you can always do you a know? trade with somebody in a group or something like that. Like somebody sure. who has one, and yeah. you're like, "Well, I'll trade you this, 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 and this for it." And they're like, "Yeah, I'll, sure, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll trade you these fifty figures for that one." Yeah, then that's fine. Then I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff to get something really cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm all for that. But uh, but yeah, in the likelihood of that happening, slim to none. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Uh, I've I've just I've just made it a point in my life. Go, yeah, I'm not going to have that. <laughs> if that changes, then that's one thing. But it's not going to be because I forked out, you know, two hundred dollars for it or anything like that. You know, so yeah. But so that's life. So yeah. you live and learn. Happy collecting. Yeah, collect what <laughs> makes you happy. Right. Well, and that's like, I'll give you a cool example of something that I got not that long ago. I did not buy it. Somebody got it for me, and it's a really cool piece. Um, you've seen those, uh, uh, I'm trying to think what they're, they're, they're always in the catalogs. It's like the, let me see if it's on the bottom here, what it says. The Hawthorne uh, Village pieces and stuff like that. It's like, uh, they're like masterpiece collections and stuff like that. They're, but you always find them in like grocery store magazines and things like that like this was a adat walker with uh the snow speeder wrapping it around oh uh, flying around its legs yeah, yeah 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 it's only like three or four inches tall uh, it's about probably about four inches tall um and it says go for the legs on the base of it and it's a really cool piece and my buddy chris got it for me for christmas the one year and i love it it's awesome it sits right here on my desk and it's a really cool little piece I'll never get rid of it. It it came from a friend. Uh, it's something I love. It's a memorable moment in the movie. It's really cool. It doesn't take a lot of space either. 
Um, so there's things like that where I'm like, okay, that doesn't go anywhere because that actually has meaning for me. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so like I said, if, if you're out there and you are at a point you're collecting where you love collecting, great, go for it. If you're at some, if you're somebody who, uh, has a whole ton of stuff and getting you more stuff makes you happy, great, go for it. But if you're someone like us where it's just like either life events or, realizing things or a combination of both make you go yeah i don't really need all this stuff then you know make some decisions on what you want to do and and act and like i said set some goals for yourself as far as what you're going to do if you get rid of these things what what is that going to do for you because if you if you reward yourself at the end of it then it'll make you want to do it if it's just like i need to get rid of stuff then all you're feeling is the loss of getting rid of stuff and it'll make you spin right back around and want to start collecting again. Right, and, and there's no um, right or wrong answer with any of this, and it could be no. like, hey, if I work real hard and put a couple hours of overtime in, I can afford to buy that figure that I wanted. Sure. So it works the other sure. way around, too. You don't have to sell Absolutely. off anything. You can, like, no. do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. Hey, if I don't go out to eat, you know, this next two weeks, I can afford to yeah. buy that one thing I want right. because I'm not going out to eat for these two weeks. I'll just eat at yeah. home. Yeah. Well, and that's like I got those, like I said, I got those gift cards at work for some of the stuff I had done last year, and I could have just went out and bought a bunch of stuff with it, uh, with them when I got them. And I was like, no, I'm going to hold on to these. And I held on to them, and I had like $130, $140 worth of gift cards to spend. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a statue. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, if people ask you what you want for Christmas or birthdays, just tell them, you know, Amazon gift cards. Yeah. Or I'll give you an example, too. Like, one of the things I, uh, told like one of my things my wife and I did is we're going to a Browns game this year for our birthdays. Like that's our gift to each other is the tickets to the game. So there's no stuff with that. It's an experience. So sure. we're going to enjoy the experience. Um, I told her what I'm going to ask for, uh, cause my parents and my sister always you know want to know, Hey, what, what would you like for your birthday? I'm going to tell them chip in together like 35 bucks each. And I want, cause I want to get a year's subscription to the Disney streaming service. And that'll be their birthday gift, and it and it's the gift, much like they say in a uh, Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation, Clark. It's the gift that keep the gives all year long. <laughs> Jelly of the month club, <laughs> right? Yeah, but no, it's like seriously, like the streaming service though is something that I'll enjoy all year long, and it yeah. doesn't take up any room. Yeah, so. from my understanding, it's going to be pretty pretty cheap too. It's you know, yeah, like seven bucks, seven a month ten bucks a like. month. Yeah, it, it's really inexpensive. Yeah. yeah. And I heard if you do, I think I heard something like if you do a year-long subscription, it's going to be like 70-some dollars or something like that. Oh, so, even better, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they each chip in 35 bucks, my parents and my sister, I'm like, there. Then that's my birthday gift from both of you, and I will be thrilled to have that. Like, that'll be awesome. So Sure, yeah. Uh, and it helps that my birthday comes in October, and the streaming service starts in November. So <laughs> Exactly. So, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I would say for both of us, our collecting habits went on very different directions during the show, and now I won't say at the end of the show because we're not ending the show. But yeah, we're done. <laughs> I mean, we're ending this episode. Surprise, we're, done. we're ending this episode, right? <laughs> we're ending this episode. But we're not ending the show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'll be. It, it, I want to hear from listeners out there though. Like, have your collecting habits changed? Everyone has had their collection habits changed, but I, I'm just kind of curious. Like, what have your collection habits changed? from what you used to do versus what you do now. 
Um, do you even collect anymore? I know people that just went cold turkey. They don't just don't collect anything yeah. anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that, but... Um, I mean, if you had to, I yeah. guess you could, but... Sure. This is a conscious choice. They didn't really have to. They just wanted to. Right. Right. Exactly. So... Um, yeah, I mean, if I lost my job or my wife lost her job, like my collecting would just stop altogether. Yeah, um, there would be no comics, no nothing. But um, thankfully, have, you know, knock on wood, have not had to deal with that. So yeah, um, I mean, we've dealt with not having jobs, but we still had like a paycheck coming in somehow. So right, um, you know, drug trade and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think uh, I think this made for a good episode that we didn't know we were going to do. Yeah, <laughs> not too bad for making it up as we go along. Right. So uh, I would do the whole spiel, but you guys found the episode. You know where we're at. We're on all the podcasting platforms. Find us. Yeah. Subscribe. Let us know what you think about this stuff. Um, and I will say, uh, just because I'm trying to generate people to follow it, uh, like I've mentioned many times in this episode, I have my comic. I'm working on it. Uh, it's there's artwork being done right now. The five page story is written already. Uh, the character sheets are written already. My artist is working on all those right now, and I've been posting images of those uh, on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, so all you have to do is look up Stealth Hammer on uh, Twitter and look up Stealth Hammer on Instagram, and you will be able to fo- and please click fo- to follow both of those, and you'll get updates on everything that's happening with the comic. You'll get to see. Uh, images. You'll get to see thoughts of things that I've done. You, you even get to see pictures of like my uh, little. I do like little thumbnails, which is really interesting for a writer to do thumbnails. But I do thumbnails. Um, so it, it definitely follow that stuff, and uh, and you'll see kind of the it's 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 impressive what we're it's taking shape. Yeah, it's very surreal. Uh, to to think that words I put on paper are now turning into actual things. So yeah, well, with a little um, thought in your head, and now all of a sudden you'll be able to hold it in your hand. Yeah, then that's weird. Yeah, uh, it's an awesome weird, but it's weird. <laughs> um, so please please follow those uh, social media platforms, uh, especially if you're interested in finding out, you know, what is this thing that Ryan's been talking about, and what's it going to look like, and. I've been thoroughly impressed with the artist and the artwork that she's been putting out. And a lot of the stuff that she's doing is, is sparking thoughts for me when it comes to the story and, and things that I want to do. So, um, so it's been a good, a really great collaboration with her and me. So, so please follow those and, uh, and see those updates as they happen. Uh, the thought is at this point, and I've been wor- working with her to narrow down a date, but my hope and thought is that by the end of August, the Kickstarter will be launched and it'll run through the end of August into September and then hopefully be funded in September. And then she will get working on the actual issue. Then hopefully by the end of the year, the issue will be printed. And so that by the first quarter of 2020, I'll be sending out the rewards to everybody. That's my hope. That's my thought. But I also need to kind of arrange things with her to make sure that fits into her schedule and time frame as well. So, cool. and it'll be out before Elder, it'll probably be out before Elders of the Runestone. So that's a, well, that's, that's a, a plus that's too. a given, right? <laughs> that's a given. So, right. Shots fired. All right, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, in good fun and teasing, Robert. Uh, if you still listen to the episodes, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure probably you not. So, right. No, I think he does. Maybe. Um, so, Drop uh, us a line. Let he, us know he, if you still listen. 
Well, he has reached out to me a few times saying that he feels bad because he really wants to get back on the show. And I'm like, dude, you're the one that said every Tuesday you'd be available. <laughs> so, so we started doing every Tuesday and you're not here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what the but hell? again, I give him shit because he expects me to give him shit. Uh, right. He really does want to be here, though. So, um, All right. So with that being said, uh, you know, like I said, Find us on all the social media areas. Go to uh, starjoes.com. You'll find everything there. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and close the episode by saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hey. So I don't have a contact for him other than his email. (laughs) And I told him I told him what mine was, but uh, yeah, not, I tried looking up Paul Aller, and I there's a few out there. So <laughs> right, let's see here. I'm gonna try emailing them back. Try throwing around the word like we're recording now, <laughs> bitches. I'm saying this is Ryan. You want to talk about your book? That'll be canceled in like four months. Let's talk no. about it now. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope it works out, but shit. What's a track record? I don't know. It ain't good. Gotta be, I'm just hoping it lasts longer than uh, Citizens. Uh, yeah. Well, Karen Travis's book only had like seven or eight issues. Right. She's a fucking legitimate writer. Right. Like, she has novels published. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why they brought her in, but then they didn't really do anything yeah, with it. They didn't give her, yeah. I think they kind of handcuffed her. Oh, I'm sure they did. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I thought about just sending requests to all the Paul Allers I could find, but I was like, eh, that's nice. That. <laughs> 74 of them. Well, there's only a few there, so. But, like, there's. Like, I looked him up online, and he shows as being, like, he was born in Texas. But, like, I couldn't find one that was in Texas, and I don't know if he currently resides in Texas. Um, there's one for uh, that lives in Kokomo, Indiana. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Been there. Right. Maybe, maybe he doesn't even use Skype. Yeah, I don't know. I confirmed with him, like, a day or two ago just to say, hey, like, we're looking at 830, if that works for you. say easter time yeah well he, he he that's the other reason i'm like he he's got to live someplace other than texas because he was like uh he didn't want to go past like 10 o'clock anytime before 10 o'clock eastern time he said so i was oh, okay. eastern time yeah originally because originally i said 8 p.m eastern time but then i remember we had to take ari to the puppy socialization so then i said how about yeah. 30 so I said. So where's John at? He's he's in Virginia, I think. But he's he said they have oh, high okay. winds and everything else going on, power outages and stuff. He's like, so hit me up later to see. He, he didn't want to join us in the interview because he says, he, uh, and he thought three people would be talking over each other for the interview. So he thought he, he said, yeah. I think he goes, I think the dynamic works better when it's just two people with the person. I was like, okay, whatever. We've had more than that before, but. Yeah, I'm just sending messages out to all Paul Allers that are out there. <laughs> there, there you go. 
I thought because I I should have asked what his contact was on Skype. I just told him what mine was. I was like, hey, you can connect with me on Skype. Yeah, there's only two Paul yeah, Allers that I'm. Those are yeah, those are well, yeah, names. <laughs> so he does is uh, keeps himself secret. Yeah, I mean, there's only two. That's that's a wise move. There's only two Paul Allers, so. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, I don't know if that's what he goes by on Skype or not, but. When is it starting anyway? September. September. The, uh, is, yeah. September. Okay. I saw the uh, the drawings for Duke Scarlet in this. Person tiger. Named tiger. Yeah. And there's supposed to be another new character yeah. named Fadeaway. So. He's not saying too much about those, I, I know, because I read some interviews yeah. that he did already. I was thinking maybe Tiger might end up being Storm Shadow, but I don't think so. I think I it's, think it's a brand new character. New I think it's like the reader's introduction yeah. to the the characters and stuff. So, oh, there we go. Didn't really go too hard on those code names like yeah. Tiger, you know. Hey, I'm incredibly sorry. I'm visiting my mom. Planned on doing this from her house, but instead, kind of stepped into a family emergency. Should have told you, but it escaped from my mind. Can we reschedule? I'm very sorry. I know. Your time is valuable, and appreciate you working with me. <laughs> Just say, the last guy who rescheduled with us was uh, Sir, <laughs> so his career didn't work out too well. But hey, it might work out better for you. What do I? What do I know? Um, I'm going to see if John's available. If he wants to jump on, and we can just do a San Diego Comic Con talk. If, that, if that's fine with you. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Might as well use the time. If not, we'll have to just reschedule. I don't really have anything else to talk about other than <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> we can just shoot the shit. Well, we could do that. That's fine. Uh, I got nothing really. I mean, I don't even really know any Joe news that came out from San Diego Comic Con. There's not. I know there's like some Masters stuff that came out. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it could be. It could be any. Stuff, yeah, it could yeah. be any Star Joe stuff. It doesn't have to be Joe stuff. Yeah. But like John was talking about talking about the Top Gun trailer and some of the other news that came out. Oh, that Top Gun trailer looks sweet. Yeah, it doesn't look as honestly. It looks good. Yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks good. good. It does. It doesn't look as good as the Rambo trailer. It's true, but well, that, that well, yeah, Rambo the Rambo trailer, trailer looks like a film. Like it looks. It, remi- oh it reminds God, me of yeah. First Blood and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like that. That looks like legit. Like I'm not missing that. Oh yeah, well I'm not missing Top Gun either. All right, I'll, I'll see Top Gun, but I don't have to see it. Like. Day that it opens or hey, weekend it opens. But. I want to do what uh, the Jason hey, Adams. Is, if, go, I'm, I'm saying like sure, if people are going to come sure. into the town, let's make a thing of it. Let's we'll watch the first one, we'll go see the movie, and then we'll record an episode. Make yeah, I don't make, care. make a day of it. Yeah, I'm saying like if 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 people really honestly do want to like come into town and like we get like ten, you know, five, you know, anywhere from five to ten guys that want to go, sure. Yeah. Uh, John says, still no power. Crazy night, he said. Oh, well, that sucks. It's t- we finally turned the air conditioner off today here. Oh, did you? Yeah, we... It's yeah, supposed we, to be down in the 60s. Today. Yeah, we don't have ours. We might as well open the windows or something. Yeah, ours is on, like, a thermostat reader, so it only comes on if it's yeah. a cer- below a cer- or above a certain temperature. All right, so yeah. it's up to you. Do you want to just do an episode and talk about shit? Cause we haven't... I mean, honestly, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I haven't put out an episode in a while, so... Um, but yeah, that's... I mean, we can just... I mean, if you want to talk about nothing, we can talk about nothing. I can fill nothing. <laughs> I know, I can too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, 
Ah, we can do like a half hour or so of nothing. Sure. All right. 40 minutes, 45 minutes of nothing. <laughs> How long have we been going so far? <laughs> We've got nothing. <laughs> just keep this going. We're just going to call it Welcome. a show about nothing. <laughs> The Seinfeld episode. It's nothing. <laughs> All right. I'm actually, I'm going to start and then I'll throw in. Just, I'll, just title it Everyone, everyone Cancel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. I got it. We're good. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're going to say, but whatever. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> Off the cuff. Right. Off the cuff and in the buff. Go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this one's going out to Sam. Go. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I am so <laughs> Daryl tailoring your Tom Kingness when it happens. <laughs> Just so you know, I hey, I'm hoping I'm hoping it I become. Tom I'm gonna King. I'm gonna sit that, at your man. booth with my feet up. I'm like uh, he's not here right now. I would have no problem with you doing that. I'd be happy to have you ride in my coach. I, I'll be like so. I, I'll. He's got some pre-signed books here. They're a dollar. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so again, it's putting the cart way before the horse. But I have had thoughts of like, damn, Tom King's appeared on like Conan O'Brien and things like that. I was like, I can't even imagine what that would feel like to all of a sudden just because you wrote some words on paper, all of a sudden that people want to have you on their show. Yeah, like, that's just weird. Well, me. I mean, it might but, be a little bit about his life too. I mean, he was in the Secret Service and sure. shit like oh, that. Yeah. So. But the but the thing is, those shows have started having comic book creators on. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. They've had like they've had like Brian Michael Bendis on there. They've had uh, Jim Lee on there. Like they've had comic book creators on there. Um, but yeah, like I said, don't want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. I, I think what I have is a pretty good thing, but uh, we'll see what happens with it. We'll see if pe- other people think so too. Yeah, so. Well, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I am too. So. All right, man. Uh, thanks for doing a episode so I can get something out there. It was sure, a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, and I'll let you know what happens with the interview and stuff like that. All right, cool. All right, take care. All right, later, bye.